Okay, here we go. I am back with the next episode with Nurse Jen. This is Tony Dean. And uh, Jen, say hi. Hello, everyone. And we were just talking a couple minutes before this podcast, and it was specifically, well, at least some of it was about the content of this. And we got to a point where I said, Jen, stop talking. This has to be fresh <laughs> for the podcast, right? That's right. There's a phrase that people say that when they say it, it almost guarantees that they're not going to do well. It almost guarantees that they're going to struggle or, you know, they're going to make excuses or cheat on their diet. It, and it goes way beyond losing weight. And it doesn't matter if you're trying to do something athletic or you're trying to do something with your relationship or your kids. This phrase destroys people. It is the ultimate crutch. It's almost an agreement that you're making with yourself that whatever you're about to commit to, you're saying, I'm saying I'm going to do this, but I'm really not going to do it. I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> I mean, over the years, it has been so clear that whenever somebody says that to me, what it means is it means they're going to do exactly the opposite of what, they're, what they say they're going to do. When you say, and I want uh, anybody listening to this, I want you to watch for the next month. And I want you to watch the times that you say, I'm going to do the best I can, or I'm going to try, or this is the best I can do. And when you hear people saying that, watch what they do, because it always means that they're going to do the exact opposite. And they're actually not going to do the best they can. And the reason, Jen, that I wanted to get you involved in this is we talk about some examples and kind of give people a big picture of this so that you can end this cycle and stop leaning on this crutch is because you right now might actually really be doing, and it may be for the first time in your life, like the best that you're actually capable of. Here you are, this mm -hmm. tiny person, and what does your weightlifting look like right now? <laughs> It's really fun. There's times where I lift um, a barbell and it's like almost as much as I weigh almost. But I mean, it kind of knocks me back a little bit and I have to steady, my, steady myself. And I'm thinking, how is it possible that I, this, this smaller woman can, can lift this kind of weight before? And it's pretty incredible to be able to see that, that, my body is changing and adapting to all that I'm doing. And it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. A while back ago, you sent me a picture of th this woman and she, you know, it was like a meme and the, she was just like ripped, but she was super tiny. And you said, that's what a woman is supposed to look like. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yep. you want to be strong, but you also want to be a woman. Yep. And, you know, I, I love that because I think, that right now, and it may have been like this when you were 25, but I'm going to guess right now that you probably feel like there is more balance in your life and just the way that you feel and, and what you're capable of and the effort that you're putting forth than, than maybe you ever had. And, and do you agree with that or not? Oh, yes, because, you know, there is so much of life experience that you build on. And back when I was 25, I didn't have that background. And so I didn't have that belief that I could do amazing things. I just kind of, da, 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 da. I just, you know, went on with life and just kind of shot by the hip and, and did whatever. But now I being through a lot of bumpy roads in my life of successes and failures and back and forth, I have, by the way, you're the only one too. nobody else has ever had any <laughs> successes or failures or 
struggles. I'm sure people are listening to this and go, oh, poor Jen. I don't know what that's like (laughs) to have hard things to deal with. Keep going. I'm sorry. Well, if you, if you had the choice, if you were, if a, a genie came down and said, you could have one wish, what would it be? People would say, oh, if I could be 25 again, I think that would just be amazing. But I don't want to have the 25 year old mind. I want to be able to have, oh yeah, the 25 year old body. That'd be awesome. The strength and capability of that. But, but I, you know, what's amazing that I have found with, with all the life experience that I've had and the age that I am now, that I am physically able to do stuff that 30 year old people are able to do. And it's because I have believed in it so strongly that I did made the steps and did what I needed to do to get there in that place. The thing is you're, you know, when we talk about this, this, this concept of doing the best you can and saying you're going to do your best you can, like you are pushing so hard right now and people don't understand that, you know, when they say, you know, I'm going to do the best I can with something, or I'm going to try to do something. I mean, if you look at any other, any, any other situation in life. So let's say that you have a, a bunch of kids, for example, right? So you bring your, um, your kid home from school and, and uh, you say, um, hey, are you going to do your homework and study for this test? And the kid says, uh, well, I'm going to try. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, whenever I say that, some people laugh right away because we know what that means. And what it means yeah. is, is when somebody says, I'm going to try, what does it mean? Well, it means that they're, they're not going to give. Yeah, it means I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> and people will come in all the time and, you know, they're stressed and their, their lives are hard because, you know, they're fighting with their spouse or they're having money issues. And they say, I'm doing the best I can. And they can't figure out why their life isn't getting better because they're telling themselves that little lie. They're doing the best they can. When in fact, they're watching four hours of Netflix at night and, you know, they never exercise. They give all their time to everybody else. And that's not the best you can. No. Yeah, it's not even close. No. Um, Imagine that uh, your spouse came home, right? Mm -hmm. And he said, um, or or better yet, you're getting married. And so you say, you know, you love and you're going to love each other, love and honor each (laughs) other and respect each other. And, uh. Then he said, and then you said, I'm going to be faithful. And he said, well, I'm going to do the best I can with that. (laughs) I mean, mean, nobody would just glaze over that and go, well, that makes sense. I mean, he's going to do the best he can. You know, we're going to get married. He's going to try not to cheat on me. That makes sense. But yeah, but is it? But I mean, think, think through your life all the times. And, you know, anybody that's listened to the previous calls knows that there was a 30 year window where you were basically just slowly gaining weight, where you had a couple successes, but then it fell apart. Mm-hmm. And during that time, just think about how many times where you thought, you know, I'm stressed and things are hard and we're, and we're busy with, with our work, but I'm doing the best I can. And then you look at now where you have some of those, you know, some of those same stresses. And I mean, recently you had that medical scare that ended up being yeah. nothing. Yeah, I mean, but it ended up being nothing. But the truth is, the reason it may have ended up being nothing is because right now, like you've taken this part of your life these last few years, Jen, and you really are giving maximum effort. Yeah, I am. Yeah, you are. 
I mean, I, I get your, when you send your, your, uh, your workouts and stuff to me and I'm looking through them, I mean, you're doing what's possible. And this is why your life is so full of color right now. And, you know, I, uh, <laughs> I, I just got, I like that. Yeah, it is. And I, I just got, uh, off the phone a few minutes ago and there's, you know, there's a guy, uh, doing this program in out of the country right now. I'm not going to say where, and we just had this really good conversation and, you know, he actually had gone for a long stretch as well, where, you know, he wasn't really going after this part of his life the way that he wanted to. And every time I talked to him, he's like, he's just so excited and just so full of energy. And, you know, he lives an interesting life. And the thing is, it's just becoming more interesting because he stopped saying, I'm going to do the best I can and stop making leaning on the crutch and saying, well, you know, this is all I'm capable of or what you had said earlier, which is, well, it's just genetics. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I can't go any further because it's just genetics. Now, anybody that's listening to this podcast knows that you just swam across a big river last year. Okay. So, and you're lifting all these heavy weights right now and you're jumping out of planes and you're going on these long hikes and doing all these crazy things, right? Now, mm-hmm. tell me about your genetics. Like you're tall and thin, 5'10". <laughs> like you're built no, like no, a no. model and all that, right? Oh gosh. In my next life, I want to be like five, nine with these beautiful long legs, but no, uh, my genetics are that I had a very tiny mother and my dad was not that tall either. And they, they were, had a propensity for carrying a lot of weight. And so I struggled with that all of my life, but it wasn't so much the genetics but it was because what the things that I chose to do because I got into poor eating habits and such. So yeah, genetics might have a small portion, very, very small of, of being in control of maybe how your propensity towards issues, bad issues. But the, the reality is this, is that it doesn't matter what, any of your background is if you decide that you're going to make a change and you are going to make it 100% your responsibility and not the genetics responsibility, but your responsibility, that's when the magic starts to happen. When you say, I am going to do this regardless of maybe a negative thing that, that I perceive in my head that is, that is, in place. No, no, you are in charge and you can make changes. It's possible. You know, there's a guy, let me tell you one of my favorite stories. And I tell this, anybody that starts our program when they go through the orientation, well, no, they won't hear this story. I tell this story sometimes, but it's one of my favorite stories of all, of all the years doing this. And you talk about doing what you're actually capable of and saying it because they're so different. So this guy he worked at a company and this company has lost a huge number, like 30,000 pounds to date. And he was just under 60 or is right at 60 because he retired soon after he started the program. So he had like 70 or 80 pounds to lose. I forget the exact number because it's been a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But when, mm-hmm. when you look at his before picture, you know, he's got a big old gut hanging over his belt um, you know, he'd worked at this job for a long time, you know, he'd made a little, a little bit of money. So he had, you know, he'd done okay with his life. You know, he was sitting there thinking, you know, I'm 
doing the best I can. I'm working hard, raising my family. And then he starts the program. And very much like you have done, he, he took it very seriously. And he followed the rules of our program exactly, like, like most people do, actually. The majority mm-hmm. do by far. Mm-hmm. So the next thing you know, he starts running quite a bit. He starts biking quite a bit. And he gets good at it. So here he is. He's 60 years old or 55, whatever he was. And his times are good. And he starts liking it. He starts riding further and running faster. And all of a sudden, you know, the year passes and he loses his 70 or 80 pounds. And he's just looking thin and healthy. And then I get an email from him. And in the email, there's a picture of him in his United States jersey. Because his times were so good between his running and his um, biking that in his age group, he qualified for the U.S. team to go to Australia. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) So, like, he's, like, now, like, an athlete for the United States. Like, they pay for him to go and give him the equipment and everything because he's one of our athletes representing us in that age group. And so, you know, I have this picture. I'm sending pictures of this. And I think I posted them on Facebook a few years ago. Probably can go down and see them. But you you look at the pictures and you can see him at the beginning with his big hanging gut. And then you see him in the middle a year later after losing all this weight. And there he is draped in his USA stuff, running the run part of his race. That's beautiful. It is. And right now there's somebody listening to this call that is just like him. They're overweight, they don't feel good, and you know they're thinking, yeah, but I'm doing the best I can because I am so tired. Well, let me tell you, the reason that you're so tired is because if you're 50 pounds overweight, go to the grocery store and pick up a 50-pound bag of dog food and put it on your shoulders and just walk mm-hmm. around with it all day. And then when yeah. you go to bed at night, just lay down and lay it across your chest and try to sleep with it on your chest. And see how you feel. You're going to be tired. But once you get rid of that and stop, accept, and stop accepting this thought of I'm doing the best I can and actually start really doing the best you can, like these things change. Some people, when they hear this, they, they argue with me and they go, well, you know, they're just words, Tony. I mean, I know I'm saying the best I, I'm going to do the best I can, but I really am going to do the best I can. And let me show you how powerful these words are. This is a really good visual that shows people how important it is for you to tell yourself you're doing the best you can or you're going to give it a good try. Um, Say all those words that mean you're not going to do anything. How powerful those words are when you don't actually do it. I want you to imagine, anybody listening to this, just imagine that you had a a 15-year-old or no, a a 5-year-old kid, okay? So... You have your five-year-old kid and you go into his bedroom in the morning to wake him up and you wake him up at seven o'clock, let's say, and you look him in the eye and you say, hey, buddy, I just want to let you know you're a loser and you'll never succeed at anything in life. Mm-hmm. I, I know. Isn't that a, like a painful thing to see? So sad. If you were to do that to a five-year-old kid and this kid inside his brain, he was da Vinci. He was Michelangelo. (laughs) Is there any way this kid would accomplish anything in his life? No. 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 Because those words have power. They 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 matter. And every time somebody tells themselves they're doing the best they can, and then, then they believe that, and they convince themselves 
that watching four hours of TV <clears throat> or not taking the time to be with their family or working more hours than they should is the best that they can do. They think that spending every cent that they get on the next iPhone or the next gadget or stuff that they don't need is the best they can do. You eventually start believing it. How many times, Jen, over the 30 years, you know, did you, as, as you, when you were overweight and, you know, you sent me that one picture of you in that chair and, you know, you had that big old gut that you don't have right now. How many years, how many times during those 30 years did you think, you know, maybe I need to lose the weight, but considering my situation, I really am doing the best I can right now. Yeah. I just, you know, I was going through the stress of raising a family that's, that's never easy. It's always a challenge. And, and I always dismissed it. And, you know, I would turn to stress eating or whatever. And, and I would think, well, I'm doing all that I can do right now because this is, this is my life and this is where I'm at. And so I, I uh, gave up before I even gave it a try. And I had no idea what was deep inside of me that it was possible. I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it at the time. And, and so because of that, I just, I, I let a lot of things just continually pile on top of me to where I started thinking, yeah, you're right. You can't do it because I, I made all these meager attempts at all these other diets and, and some of them I was successful with, but I can't even count how many that I attempted at and bought, you know, spent all this money on these books and these, you know, these special vitamins that have these magical powers and all this kind of stuff, believing, thinking that this is my answer when in reality it wasn't. Tony, it was deep down inside of me that that's where it was at. That's where the power was at. You know, you just wasn't tapping into it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And and part of this would have been because, like you're saying, you know, I didn't believe I could do it. You know, until you get some real direction and somebody that will tell you the truth and actually, you know, push you the way a coach is supposed to. It's sometimes hard to believe what you you can do. And when when you said, um, you know, I'm uh, this is another phrase that people say. It's exactly like I'm doing the best I can or I'll try really hard. You said this is all I can handle right now. Yeah. 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 That's another phrase. The way people say exactly what I'm trying to say to themselves. And they convince them that they've gone as far as they can go. And like right now, there's somebody raising their kids, somebody Mm -hmm. that is overwhelmed with work. And they're saying, but you don't understand. I just cannot handle anymore. And once that person starts getting a little bit of control of their food, you know, they follow the simple rules that we have on the program. And, you know, you just go for a 30 minute walk each day, but really try to make it matter. Try to do something that you can build on. Eventually you get to this point where you are right now, where you just look at your life and go like, I'm really trying, you know, I'm, I'm actually doing what I'm capable of. I'm like pushing as hard as I go to the gym. When, uh, when you go to the gym, I mean, Mm -hmm. do you ever walk out of there and think, and you maybe do sometimes, but certainly I bet it doesn't happen very often. Maybe I should ask it this way. How often do you walk out of the gym and think, you know, I didn't really go after that. <laughs> rarely, rarely, because I, when I enter the gym, I'm excited. I'm pumped. It's, it's an excitement that I have found that is so incredibly powerful for me. And so when I walk in, it's just like, 
yeah, let's get this going. Let's get the <laughs> show on the road. And I love it. I walk in there with confidence. And, and what's really cool is because the day after day after day, you know, I was so intimidated at first. I was afraid to go because at first I thought, what are people going to think? I'm going to feel so out of place. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do these yep. machines, all of that kind of stuff. But then I said, you know what? Ah, let's just get going and let's just give it a try. And because I had that confidence in myself and, and it's incredible because there's such a respect that people give you when you're there and you're trying. I remember um, one when day you're was, really trying. Yeah. Yeah. When you're, when, when you're what, actually doing what you're capable of instead of saying yeah, uh, and say, instead yeah. of saying that you are. Yes. I mean, I was stacking the weights on my barbell and, you know, and I was watching this guy that was right, really just a few feet away. And, and I says, Oh my gosh, look at the amount of weights that I have compared to what you have at, you know, and I could have built on that and said, wow, Jen, you're not capable of anything because look at this guy. He does so much more than you, <laughs> yep. but I didn't do that. I, he looked at me and he says, he says, you know what? You're here. And that says a lot. And I thought, you know what, what the hell I am there and I am making a mark for myself and I'm doing all that I can do human. And I, I stacked on the weights and, and, and I started lifting those at the deadlifting and it felt amazing. And the cool part was, is that I found it within myself to lift that much more, to find that reserve that I had that is down deep and where you got to dig for it to find it. And that's the magical place where you're able to do more than you thought you could. I love that. Now yeah. I want to, I want to point something out here for a second. Okay. Mm -hmm. First of all, anybody listening to this, you're welcome to give me a call and talk about this, but I want you to know lifting weights is not the secret to losing your weight. Well, the way you lose your weight is you get control of your food <clears throat> and you burn calories. Okay. But specifically get control of your food. We are way down the road where you've gotten serious about these lifting weights and you feel strong. And, you know, I've seen these pictures of your guns. I mean, your arms are, <laughs> I mean, nobody looks at your arms and go, Oh, that's a typical 62 year old woman, you know, that weighs 130 pounds or whatever. I mean, nobody. Yeah. Okay. So tell me this though, as you look at this progression of you continuing to push what you're capable of and really going after what your potential is, when you were starting to think about lifting weights, Okay. You remember we were talking about that. Mm -hmm. You were already thin and you were doing great and maintain. And we were talking about weights. Do you remember what I told you you should do? You didn't tell me to, you, you didn't tell me to go lift weights at all. No, no, no. But you decided that you wanted to start lifting weights. Right, You're right. right. And then, but there was a, there was a time, like there was some hesitancy of how far should you should go? Like how, how hard you should go after the lifting? Well, you, you don't remember were, this, do you? No, I don't know exactly, but I do know that one thing that that you said, you Jen, you need to make sure that you are really paying attention to your food intake because that has direct correlation with how well that you are able to lift in the gym. Because I figured at first, I figured, oh, this is going to be the complete answer. Just lift the weights. It'll build up my metabolism and I will be able to eat whatever I want. <laughs> That's the biggest pile of crock that I have ever fed myself. It is, isn't it? Because it's not true. Even weightlifters, seasoned people that have been there for a long time, 
pay attention to their food. In fact, I found that nutrition is key to being able to do what I want to do in the gym. I have to eat correctly. I have to make good food choices. I have to keep it in balance. Because you, if I don't, I it really affects what I do in the gym. Absolutely. And you know the other lifters that you hang around. Like, these guys watch their food. Like, yeah. they are so on top of their food. And they know, you know, if they're having supplements, you know, they know what is in them. Yeah. Of course, there's some people that go too far with that. But do, yeah. you not, do you not remember when you very first started, we very first had the conversation, I said to you, I said, Jen, look at your personality. This is what you need to do. You need to go lift the weights like you wanted to be huge, like you wanted to be a gigantic bodybuilder. Do you remember that? And you're like, well, but I don't know if I want to be big. And I'm like, Jen, trust me, just go (laughs) tell the guy, your trainer, if you have one to put as much weight on you. And if you can lift it, lift it as you keep tapping into your potential, just like all the people in the program, you find out what you really want. And we actually, it's funny because This whole way, every time I've pushed you, you've responded every single time because inside of you, you want to be better. And like the people on this call, they want to be better. Every time I push you, you're like, yeah, that's what I would do. Just recently, I pushed you on something and we reached where as far as you want to go. Do you remember what it was? It was Mm. about it was about lifting weights. It was the the contest. You don't remember? No. Yes. No. Remember, remember uh, you guys were talking about the guy that you were lifting with said that you should compete. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. And I and, said, and Jen, you, said, you need to yes. do that. Yeah, I know. You need to do that. And how did I respond? You I, responded, no, I don't. I don't want to be strapped up in some, you know. Yeah. The, yeah. And I do not want to be that kind of a woman where I'm strutting myself across the stage because that is not me. And God bless anybody that wants to do that. Yeah. But the point is. Is this not me? Here's what was so beautiful about that. Because you keep pushing, because you like stop trying to kind of do halfway, we've actually reached this point where we know how far you really want to go. Like there's no question. And so I guess what I would say to, you know, to everybody that's listening right now, whether you're dieting or you're trying to lose weight or you're trying language or you're trying to start a business or you want to write a book or you want to be a better spouse, stop leaning on this crutch and stop telling yourself that this is all I can handle and, or I'm doing the best I can. And then go the thing that you want to do. Take a little piece of your day. It could be 30 minutes. It could be 60 minutes. And tell everybody in the world that they can suck it because that part of that day goes towards the thing that you want. And when you spend that time, go after it like you hear Jen talking. I mean, go after it like the only thing that matters to you in the world. And when people try to interrupt, listen, you don't understand. I can't be when I'm writing. I can't be interrupted when I'm out. I can't be interrupted tracking my foods. Whatever you're doing, that is important. Go after it like it is the only thing that matters in your life. And what will happen is you'll reach this point where you stop telling yourself that I'm doing the best I can. And you actually really do the best you can. I want to share with you something, Tony, as soon as you're done with that thought. Go ahead. 
you told me something that hit me across the head big time when I very first started lifting weights. You said, I want you to go to your trainer and I want you to tell him these words. And it hit me so hard because it was my complete belief system. And you probably don't remember what you said, but you'll remember when I say this. You said, tell him this, you are not going to break me. And that was exactly the words that I went to Eric when at my very first session. And I said, Eric, I want you to push me as hard as you can because you are not going to break me. And he and he listened. He says, you're going to be sorry that you said those <laughs> words. <laughs> and I laughed and I said, no, I'm not because I am capable of so much more than than I ever thought possible. And I said, I can do what you are asking me to do. Just push me. And, and so that's exactly what he has done. And over and over again, and when I have had sessions with him, he says, okay, give me 10 more. Give me, give me 30. And I said, and then sometimes I'll look at him and say, what did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> and he says, give me 30. You know, in my mind, I'm thinking, don't even go there, Jen. You know you can give him 30. And so I do. And it's incredible. And yeah. By the time I get to 25, I'm thinking, oh, crap, I've got five more to go. But that is when I dig down deep, Tony. And it's incredible the power that is there when you believe that you can do something. You dig down deep and you find that reserve that is there, hidden only for you, nobody else. And you tap into that. And it's amazing because that's when the magic happens. That's when you say, oh my gosh, all of a sudden I just did five more. And I, and at the time, five, five times ago, I didn't think I could do it, but I did it. Yeah. It's, it's powerful. It's powerful. That is, I'm so glad you brought that up. And that is a perfect place to end here right now. And I want to, I just want to say guys, what you just said, Jen is, is super powerful. And you guys, Right now, as you're thinking about, how, you know, the level of effort that you're putting towards the things that you want, I know that you think you're doing the best you can. I get it. Everybody feels that way. But I promise what you want to accomplish, what you want to do, like it really is possible. You just have to stop leaning on that crutch and go after it with all your heart and go after it with that thinking of this is not going to break me. You know, when you're running, run harder than you think you can. When you're working yeah. out, work out harder than you think you can, assuming there's a medical reason that you can't. Oh, when, sure. you are, when you're doing your, um, your, your diet, be more exact and, like, make what you want more important than everybody else wants. And I'll tell you something. There actually is a chance that if you do that, that what Jen just said is not true. Like, it actually may break you. Because there are people every year that, that die because they go out and shovel their driveway when uh, they weren't healthy enough to do it and they die from it. Or they exercise and they push too hard and they die. Like, even though I told her that, there's a chance that it, or it might not be true. It might break you. But the truth is, the odds of that happening are super, super small compared to the odds of you never getting the things that you want if you don't push hard. There was this study that I saw years ago where this doctor was saying, and I think I even said this on one of the podcasts, he was saying, I think this was in the 70s, 
he was saying that it is ridiculous for people to say you should talk to your doctor before you exercise to see if you're healthy enough to exercise. His theory was, is that the number of people that die exercise and pushing themselves to do better and like accomplish more, like it's a tiny little number, but the number of people that die from not pushing hard enough, that die from heart disease because they never challenge themselves, that die of depression because they never went after their goals with all their heart it's millions of people just in the United States every year. And so, yeah, if you push hard and you really go after you want, you might actually break. But the thing is, the odds are in your favor if you do. So I encourage you. And Jen, if you want to say anything after this, please do. But I encourage you. Thanks for listening to another one of our podcasts. And I want you to look around at all the times that you say, I don't know if I can do that. I'm taking all I, all, everything on that I can. And I'm doing the best I can and stop leaning on that crutch and actually do the best you can. Yeah, I, Tony, I so believe that because it, words are so powerful. And when you can feed yourself all these positives and really, truly go on the premise that this will happen because I believe it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. And the magical part of that, when you truly believe that it is possible, is that you will bring the effort to the table exactly what is needed to be able to accomplish it. Because I have found that to be true in running the races that I've done and, and all the things that I have done, I have found that I have been able to accomplish miles beyond what I ever thought possible. And it's so incredibly exciting, even at my age. I, you know, my kids, they tease me and they say, Mom, act your age. I'm, Why the hell do <laughs> I want to do that? That's what I'm trying I, not to do. I, I want to experience and enjoy life. I want to I do crazy things because it's possible. And, and this body of mine is proving it to be so. And... It's so exciting. And yeah, I've got a lot of health issues that I've had to dance around and maneuver around, but, but I've been able to do it. You just have to read your body and, and, and pay attention to warning signs, but then continually try and push yourself because See what it's you're possible. Of. Yeah. Absolutely. There's something I saw a long time ago and I love this. And somebody said that, uh, What's amazing about the human body, and, and I would argue that this is certainly the way the brain acts, or most of the time. What's amazing about the body is the body is a machine. And a typical machine, if you have a machine that is like 10 horsepower and you push it to 12 horsepower, it breaks. But the body is the kind of machine that if it's a 10 horsepower body and you press it to a 12 horsepower body, it becomes a 12 horsepower. 12 horsepower body. And I think, yes. I think that the brain does the same thing. All right. Yes. We're going to wrap this up. Jen, thank you once again, <laughs> you guys listening to the conference call, go after what you want. And for those of you that are already on our program, thanks for listening. Thanks for working so hard. I cannot tell you how inspiring it is to see all you guys doing well every single day and seeing people all this, losing all this weight and accomplishing all these amazing things. It is, you can it's, do it. it's so cool. All right. Yep. See you later, Jen. Thank Bye everyone. You.